Oh my gosh, hi. It's me, Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because, well, I mean, you and I both know popular culture is killing it right now. Uh, to this end, Troubled Waters pits a pair of comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale to the ego death. Uh, to win this battle, each guest will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the great comebacks that they have written down and they're remarkable too. It's like a notebook and a tablet at the same time, but you can't fuck around on the internet with it. To earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Punted Emeritus, which will automatically give their opinion on how it's possible that Joe Coy could be less likable, more weight than a civilian's. You're listening to Troubled Waters. Let's meet our guests. Our first contestant is a comic. You can check out his special wallpaper. It is out now. It's our friend, Adam Holland. Hi, Adam. Hello, Dave. Nice to see you. So good to see you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Thanks for having me on. I do love that you look like you are like living in a comedy club. <laughs> uh, as I was telling, talking earlier, I'm always ready to perform stand-up comedy. So I stand in front of Great. brick walls and I travel with them and I go on <laughs> podcasts with them. And should you need Great. a set at any point, I am ready to rip a seven to 10 minute set for your audience. Here, he's going to rip a set, that Adam Caton Holland. <laughs> yep. Uh, how are you? How's your year shaping up? It's, you know, what is it? January 11th. I'm going to go ahead That's and right. say it's my year. Oh, good. Yeah. Please yeah. tell me why. <laughs> it's just, I've just been riding a high since New Year's. Um, and I really just feel it for myself this year. New That's special, fantastic. new brick wall. Everything's coming together as possible. I love that. I love that. That Thanks, is man. excellent, Adam Kate Holland. Welcome. Uh, our second contestant, also a good friend of the show. He is one of the hosts of the Max Fun podcast, Let's Learn Everything. It's our old pal, Tom Lum. Hello, Tom. Hello, hello. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Now, was it upsetting to find out that 24 is going to be Adam Caton Holland's year as opposed to yours? Yeah, I was. I, I kind of had that plan. But now that I, I'm glad I got the info now early on, just in case yeah. I didn't want to cross streams or anything like that. Right. Um, Lay some groundwork for 25. Yeah, I, I think Especially my year has been... I definitely see a roads diverge for my year this year because so far I have learned two things. I've learned uh, how to use Blender, which is a great 3D software. Uh, and I've also learned how to play Magic the Gathering. Um, so my my rest of my year really depends on which which road I follow. Um, could be my year. Uh, could be could be the Corporation Wizards of the Coast's year um, <laughs> in terms wow. of hooking me in. We'll see. Wow. Now, a couple things. First of all, I thought you said that you learned how to use a blender and it was like i don't know <laughs> it's the year of the smoothie baby yeah wow it's just you hit a button there some of them have several buttons that basically do the same thing uh okay but you're learning to use blender which is like 3d printing software yeah 3d animation 3d modeling stuff wow. yeah uh but That's also but also magic the Gap. Yeah, but yeah, but then also the, an all-consuming card game, um, uh, a dark magic in and of itself. Yeah, for um, sure, for sure. 
I got very into, and I'm still into, and I just uh, played around to clear my head before getting online here, uh, Marvel Snap. I never in a million years would have imagined myself as a Marvel Snap person or as in any kind of sort of card game type of person. Now, uh, I'm going to drop a name. I did uh, I did a big uh, feature on Post Malone for Esquire last year. He's real into Magic oh, the Gathering and, and Marvel yeah, Snap. He, so he was like, you got to, you like sent me this app. And he's like, this is going to be your gateway Magic the Gathering app. And I tried a couple times and I was like, this oh, is, oh my God. it's too nerdy. I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. It's it's like, oh, these, here's your elf. I'm like, no, uh, no, that's not my elf. I'm not, I'm not getting involved. Well, I can't do and- it. The thing I always thought that too. The thing that finally broke me is I realized there are cards that are like, here's a seven-headed goose, and it's like, oh, oh no, that's funny. Oh no, but you should say you should stay safe, Dave. It's it's all boring elves, and you don't need to. Please save yourself. Okay. Save yourself. Okay, I'm going to. I'm going to. There's no chance I'm going to get into it. Sorry, post. Sorry, posty. We have not. We have not kept in touch. Anyway, all right. Now that you have met our players, it is time to see who has the better grasp of what truly matters at this moment in cultural history, you will each now be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or tragically overlooked story or person or event or somehow the film that's in the Oscar conversation, even though it was just empty provocation, if you ask me. Uh, I'm talking about Saltburn. Adam, you may go first. The most overlooked piece of pop culture at the current yeah. moment? Yeah. I feel like Taylor, Taylor Swift's not, not getting talking. enough attention. We don't. And you're so right. And I so feel right. like there's angles of of fascination that have not been delved into. Yeah. Um, you know, the Travis Kelsey thing was, yeah, that was cool. That was cool to see. But uh, I don't know what she eats on a regular basis. Yeah. I don't know how many hours she sleeps <laughs> a night. Mm-hmm. I don't know what her water intake is like. Yeah, there are entire minutes of her day that we're not actively speculating on. <laughs> 100%. And that frightens me. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like she whispering about with her friends. Right, and we just get a photo of that in 2024 yeah. with all of the technology yeah. that we have, with the nerd apps that you and Posty are talking about. We can't make an app <laughs> that I can look on anytime I want to see exactly what's happening with this woman who I marginally care about. I feel yeah. like that's. I feel like uh, that is sort of a hole that's been just sort of left there by us, and we all okay. should apologize. Wow, that is a bold, bold take. I feel sometimes like I have the only controversial take on taylor swift which is that she's oh. fine she's fine what like, I like <laughs> yeah I that like is. Some, I, I like some of her stuff some of it i can take and leave i have not i've never had an, uh, an emotional connection to any of her songs she's obviously very talented she's uh she's fine <laughs> you know she's i fine. was speaking from a place of a little bit of hyperbole but i feel like taylor <laughs> swift is like guns in that the uh, the zealots have hijacked the conversation. No one yes. can talk about this reasonably in any way, shape, or form anymore. It's just like, so this right. is the only thing, and if you don't believe it's the only thing, then you're wrong, and you're like, I think there's other things. I feel yeah. like there are other things. I could not agree more, but I, I, I love your take. You're playing for Taylor Swift, and it's about damn time. <laughs> Tom Lum, how about you? Uh, my thing, I'm going to bring a little... Uh, internet pop culture into here is that uh, now my, what's the internet real news, quick before we get started it's um, uh, so it's like Taylor Swift if she was oh. distributed across the uh, I can't make that metaphor work uh, <laughs> my it, news is uh, YouTubers can retire too uh, there's been a few prominent video creators in the nerd space that have decided to take a step back from YouTube rather than burning out or being embroiled in uh, chaos and controversy they've just said you know what 
I've been doing this for way too long. It's been destroying me. I'm gonna take a break. Uh, I think that's great. I think it means that you know YouTube is finally becoming uh, a thing that has been around enough that people can retire. Uh, and I think it's also great for uh, the kids who watch it to be like, oh, you can leave the platform because you don't want to uh, instead of uh, absolutely destroying yourself or being uh, uh, caught up in some controversy and booed off the internet. Wow, that is a a bold and surprisingly mature choice for a YouTuber yeah. to be making. Uh, wow, that is that's really that's fascinating. You're you're both playing for things that are that are deeply underground, not mainstream. Taylor Swift versus YouTube. <laughs> Taylor Swift versus YouTube. Uh, okay, those are your buzz in words, Adam. If you if you want to go <laughs> tea swizzle, uh, Tay Tay, uh, Tater, whatever whatever you want to do, however you want to uh, shorten it, you're you're free to do that. Uh, T S uh, T S sings a lot. TS sings a lot. Okay, sure. We'll take it. Uh, Taylor Swift versus YouTube. Those are your buzz in words. I love it. Let's start this show with a very simple game that, frankly, a Magic the Gathering gatherer uh, might have a slight advantage. It's called oh, no. Baldur's Gate or West <gasps> Elm. Now, the D&D <laughs> video game Baldur's Gate 3 cleaned up at the Game of the Year Awards it's drawing in new players. It's providing us with another swath of sometimes silly fantasy names that sound like someone threw some extra vowels at real world names and just was like, there, I did it. Uh, Will with a Y, why not? Sure. So for this game, <laughs> our writers have collected a series of names of people and places from Baldur's Gate 3 and also looked at the Ottomans and Stools page from the oh website of Real World Furniture Store. <laughs> not the Ottomans. Um, not the Ottomans. The Ottoman Empire has moved in. It is now time for you to see if you can tell the difference between the names from one to the other. Will you roll a natural 20 on your inside check or a crit? I don't know. I literally don't know what I'm saying. So I'm not, <laughs> You're doing so good. Not, yeah, it really uh, sounded see, professional. Thank, thanks. I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I had to be. I sorry. love Baldur's yes. Gate, but I've unfortunately only been futzing around chaotically in the start area. So I will have no advantage as much as I love this game. Okay. So what, talk me through the game quickly. It's just, it's just like D if D&D was a video game, but it's I like see. if D&D was run by like a really cool, wacky friend uh, video game. And so you can just cause chaos in the starting area or just do silly things. And then... 90% of the game I have not seen <laughs> because okay. it's just it's okay. just fun to run around. You're having so much fun in the startup area. You haven't even had time to get out of there. Just character creation, honestly. Okay, <laughs> okay. Cool. cool. But still, you may you may have a natural advantage. Are you a D&D &D or a Baldur's Gate uh, person, Adam? Uh, seeing as I thought it was Baldur Dash until you just said Baldur Skate. <laughs> uh, no. I'll just let that sort of be my answer. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, okay, so I'm going to call out some names. You say... Well, you buzz in with your buzz in word and tell me Baldur's Gate or West Elm. If you are correct, you get a point. If not, we wipe the slate clean and move on to the next one. Okay. Number one, Remy. Tay Tay. Yes. <laughs> that is West, West Elm. That is West Elm. That is West Elm. It just sounds like something sort of uh, sophisticated, like a guy named Remy is like nice. So Remy. I figure that's like an Ottoman. Yeah. Yeah. A decorator named Remy. Uh, number two, Blossom. Ooh, uh, YouTube. Yes. I'm going to say West Elm again. 
No, Baldur's Gate 3. I want it to be the Mayan Biala character from uh, the early 90s <laughs> in a fun little hat with a big flower on it. Uh, and and she has she uh, has a sword. That's that <laughs> sword is the one thick pole that I could get uh-huh. from my brain about what you might find in D and D. A dragon, sword. maybe one of those. Maybe a dragon. Yeah, that's right there in the title. Uh, number three, Xander with a Z. Tay Tay. Yes, I think that's uh, Balder Balder jeans. Balder jeans. Balder jeans. Balder jeans. It's West Elm. I'm afraid. Damn it. <gasps> What? Oh. I mean, yeah, yeah. It I sounds so sci-fi. It sounds odd. It does. It does. But it also sounds like you could put your feet on it. True enough. <laughs> Relax. Relax. <laughs> Read a, uh, a, a issue of Dwell magazine. Mm. Number four, Orin. YouTube. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go for West Elm. Oh, it's Baldur's Gate ah! time. Um, this is your wheelhouse. I know. Get I'm out gonna of the be goddamn I'm gonna be starting area and get absolutely into the world lambasted by the nerds. I'm so sorry for disappointing you all. Yeah, I've inadvertently pissed off all of Swifty Nation, Tom. I'm I'm fucked. This is not gonna go well for <laughs> you. Guys, all the, also, all the Ottoman heads out there. <laughs> all, those, How does he not Elmers. know? It's the best Elmers. one. I can't show my face in public. Uh, <laughs> thank God. There is no such thing as Twitter anymore, really, because you guys would <laughs> be having such a terrible day on Twitter if there was still such a thing as Twitter. Yes. Thank God there's not. Oh, my God. Isn't life better now that uh, they, you don't even have the temptation? It's pretty amazing. It's so nice. Like, thank you for being such an absolute fucking nimrod. Elon Musk inadvertently saved us from ourselves. Anyway, number five, Shadow Heart. Swifty. Uh, YouTube. Oh, by, by a nose, Adam. Balder dash. Balder's gate. Balder's I'm not, gate. I refuse to learn this, by the way. Yeah, no. It, I have out. a hang up. Number six, Haven Loft. Wow. Swifty. YouTube. Oh. I think you're- Had you only said your buzzing word except for wow, uh, but you didn't, Adam. <laughs> I feel like you want to throw us with this one, so I'm going with West Elm. It is West Elm. Yes. Wow. It is West Elm. Uh, number seven. Mott. M-O-T-T. You Mott. Yes, Tom. That sounds like someone I would run into in the Forgotten Realms in Baldur's Gate. Unfortunately, it is not. I is, am going to. <laughs> it is I, an Ottoman. You would uh, put a nice throw on it. You know what I'm uh, learning? I'm learning what that maybe learning? I would like West Elm. That's, that's, that's my <laughs> yeah. positive spin on this. Is I would. Yeah. And if you get to a West Elm, don't just hang out by the front door. Go inside. Go inside. Look around. Take a look. Okay. Maybe there should be a virtual West Elm, like a world you can just explore in online. Well, listen, Apple Vision Pro is happening any day now, so maybe they'll maybe they'll do that. God, I'm trying to get my hands on one of those. I, I want one so bad, and I don't want to pay for it. I feel like a guy like uh, you could pull that off, Dave. You could get that. I might be able to pull write that an off. article. I might be able to pull that off. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to write an article. Yeah, about there you go. Okay, number eight, Mizora. M I Z O R A Mizora. Swifty. Oh, I'm feeling yeah. again with these weird uh, lyrical wizardry names. You want us to say Baldurskate, but I'm saying West Elm again. Well, you should have said Baldur's Gate. Ugh! At least I remembered it. Three. You did sort of remember. But you said, kind of said more Baldur's Gate. 
like it was a like, <laughs> the device I'm doing uh, is like instead of skate or die, it's bald or skate. Like you're a skateboarder or, or skate you're bald. Or There's only bald. two choices. Ooh wee. <laughs> God, that's the stakes on that. Incredibly high. Yeah. Number nine. Nils. N-I-L-S. Nils. Uh it's YouTube. Yes. West Elm. Tom Lum is on the board. <laughs> West Elm. On the board at last. That's right. <laughs> you did it. And finally, Isabel. I-S-O-B-E-L. Isabel. Isabel. Swifty. Ooh, that was oh a tie. That was, that was so close. I, I, would was so I, close. I would like to let Tom go. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you for sharing what you would like. <laughs> Uh, Host of I'm the gonna, show, Adam Caton Hall. You mind if I yes, take this I in a weird direction? Tom? Yeah, no, go ahead. <laughs> Tom? Uh, I'm going to say Baldur's Gate, and if it's not, I'm going to make a character called this in Baldur's Gate, so it is correct. Ooh, <laughs> you don't need to do that, even though you could bend the rules that way. You didn't need to. Isabel is a character in Baldur's Gate 3. At the end of that round, boy, oh boy, it's, it's a dogfight. Adam has three points. Tom has two. Crawled my way back. Oh, it's close. Yeah, you did it. You did it. You really, you you, you turned it around. You you made us you you made us want it badly for you. And thank God you got it. It is now time for a round. We are calling Steamboat Willie or Steamboat. You will not, as you probably know. The first ever Mickey Mouse cartoon has finally entered the public domain. So you can draw that specific Mickey doing whatever you like. Just imagine. The exciting and interesting things that you could do with the Mickey Mouse. Now, Disney has not thought of any exciting or interesting things to do with Mickey Mouse through the years. Uh, he's definitely like the icon of the of the corporation and everyone knows the ears and stuff. But like you can't think of a single personality trait of Mickey Mouse. Anyway, uh, what you may not know is how deeply unpleasant Mickey already is in that first ever Steamboat Willie cartoon. In this round, I'm going to read you descriptions of things that Steamboat Willie, Mickey Mouse, may or may not have done. You tell me whether he actually does them in Steamboat Willie. If he has done them in Steamboat Willie, you say Steamboat Willie. If you do not think that he did them in Steamboat Willie, you say Steamboat, he will not. Okay. Uh, All right. Does Steamboat Willie trap a parrot in a bucket? Swifty. Yes. Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie. That is correct. He does do that. He does do that. That's animal abuse. Uh, Number two. Steamboat Willie swings a cat who has done absolutely nothing to hurt him. And he swings him round and round by its tail while smiling and then throws the cat at some pots and pans. YouTube. Yes, Tom. Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie is correct. He does that. Wow. Everyone's been posting this. And I have... I have missed it every single time except for that. That is the one except thing that I that's the one you see. But the, but the rest, I'm like, I should have watched. I should have known it would be on the test. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Yes. Uh, number three. Throws a potato at a parent. YouTube. Yes. I'm going to stay Steamboat. You will not. He, unfortunately, he does that. He does that. At the same parrot or at? Same parrot. Oh. <laughs> Same parrot's getting abused. Used and abused. Number four. Uses a hook on a rope to lift up Minnie's skirt. Oh, Swifty. Swifty. 
Yes. Steamboat Adam. Willie Not. First of all, it's Steamboat He Will Not. He Will Not. Because Steamboat Willie, Steamboat He Will Not. He Will Not, sorry. He will not. Steamboat okay. He Will Not. that down. Steamboat He Will Not. Well, uh, either way, you crack it. Uh, unfortunately, he does do that in the film. Oh, he my also, God. I don't remember <laughs> Minnie. I don't remember Minnie. In the air, he hoists her in the air by her panties on that hook on that rope. Classic it's very, flirting. it's very Motley Crue, uh, late '80s kind of vibes with Steamboat Willie. 1880s, sociopathic <laughs> and sexist. 1880s. Uh, okay, plays a goose like a set of bagpipes. Swifty uh, uh, YouTube. Ooh, boy, Adam. Steamboat Willie. This feels Steamboat feels in the wheelhouse. Willie is correct. <laughs> Falls under exactly animal abuse. The kind so yes, of thing <laughs> this sociopathic <laughs> mouse would do. Okay. Pulls on the tails of some piglets who are feeding on their mother and plays their squeals like some sort of organ. Swifty. Swifty. Ooh, Tom. Steamboat Evil Not? No, Steamboat Willie. Dave. This guy. I'm telling you. This guy. He's he's bad news. He's bad news. We should not wear those ears anymore. We're we're complicit. (laughs) We continue to wear those goddamn ears. Okay, uh, shakes those piglets off, their visibly distressed mother, and then plays her like an accordion, squeezing her body back and forth while pushing her swollen nipples like buttons on an accordion. Swifty. Lord. Yes. Steamboat Willie. Because it feels Steamboat like there's Willie's no lengths this mouse won't go to. I. That is absolutely correct. But guess what? <laughs> Disney... Cut that part out of the version that they have put on YouTube. No but way. We did the research. We did the research. Yep. I met with some weirdos so at an underground bunker to watch the, the real cut. Uh-huh. The <laughs> original. That's right. That's right. We'll do it. Okay. Turns a goat's tail like a crank on a barrel organ to make the goat sing. Good. Uh, YouTube. Yes, Tom. Yeah, gonna go gonna go on a limb as this falls under animal abuse and, and say Steamboat Willie. <laughs> Steamboat E will not. Oh, wow. Because it's Minnie oh who does God. it. It's ah, Minnie who does damn. it. Curveball. Steamboat. I, Steamboat curveball. Yeah. It's an abuse, it's an abusive <sighs> relationship. It's an abusive relationship, and that's what happens. Okay. Uh shows even a tiny little bit of decency. I 50. YouTube. Ooh, YouTube. <laughs> Tom. I I cannot believe you've done this to us. Uh, Steamboat, he will not. Steamboat, he will not. You're absolutely right. He is an absolute psychotic prick through the entire length of Steamboat Willie. And at the end of that round, the scores are as follows. Adam retains his lead with six, but Tom is nipping at his heels with four. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. More Troubled Waters. Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. 
Yellow, and welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. Adam Caton Holland and Tom Lummer here. Guys, how is your year progressing? It's going. Every day I wake up, is there's another one uh, completed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I need huh? I need to go finish Baldur's Gate and uh, visit. Uh, go buy some Ottomans. Apparently, sounds like and you need to not start watch Steamboat Willie. And not no, you can't. You can't. You can't do that. May I offer it's, a brief uh, commentary on Steamboat Willie? I feel Please like do. that's so much more interesting than what Mickey became. This this psychopathic <laughs> Mickey, <laughs> right? What, I, I, I don't know. Hannibal Lecter, truly, like, but it's interesting. What did Mickey? What did Mickey become? I mean, it's such a zero. Right. It's Melba Toast. There's nothing interesting about Mickey Mouse. At least Steamboat Steamboat Mickey was wild and weird and dark and haunted. It's like the the Joker yeah. movie or something. Yeah. I didn't see that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Our next round is called Schrodinger's Musical. Now, this month sees the release of the Mean Girls movie musical based on the Mean Girls stage musical, based on the Mean Girls non-musical movie, which was based on a non-fiction book that Tina Fey read. And it strangely follows an odd marketing trend of trying to hide the fact that it is a musical from all of the marketing. Uh, It follows the trend of uh, movies that turn out to be musicals like uh, The Color Purple and Wonka and Oppenheimer. I had no idea there was going to be that big Busby Berkeley, Busby Berkeley moment in the middle. All right. Good if I didn't step all over my own dumb joke, but whatever, that's what happens. <laughs> we're owning our mistakes in 24. So anyway, for this round, we're going to play a similar game. I have a series of mystery boxes that lie in front of you, as you can see. Each has musical and non-musical versions of projects, but I'm not telling you which is which. So I will give you a title and you will say note if you think it's going to be a clip from the musical version and not if you think it is going to be from the non-musical version. And then we'll play a clip. And if you were right, you were right. You'll get a point. If not, we'll move on. It's a guessing game. Note or not. We'll go back and forth on this one. So you can rest those buzz-in words. We will start with you, Tom. Hairspray. Note or not? It's just simple guessing. There's literally no way to be good at this. <laughs> no, I, I know for certain. It's going to be note. Note. So the musical version of the movie Hairspray. Correct. Well, let's check out a clip and find out. <sighs> You guys are real beatniks. Just like New York. That was a clip from the original 1988 movie, which was not a musical. (laughs) So no point to you. had a note in there, possibly. Yeah, I mean, it was sort of, yeah. And by the way, okay, listen, but I will give you a point. I will give you a point if you can tell me who that was singing that little snippet of the, the banana song. No, I will sadly take the loss on that. I don't know. Adam? Adam? You want to take a swing? Uh, Travolta. <laughs> no. God, oh my. No, that was Pia Zadora. Yeah, that... that in a, in a cameo role as a, as a beatnik. I meant that. Pia Zadora. Golden Globe winner, Pia Zadora. Okay, number two is to you, Adam. Okay. Matilda. Note or not? I'm going to go with note. Feeling musical. Let's find out. We are 
That was amazing. Yes. Amazing. Adam just did the full choreography for that. I had no idea you knew yeah. that. Yeah. Well, that was actually yeah. part of the extended cut of Steamboat Willie. That was from that. So I know it. I've seen it. Revolting. Gotcha. Gotcha. Revolting. Revolting. That was note. That was uh, a clip from the Netflix movie of the stage musical Matilda. All right. Number three. Back to you, Tom. Waitress. Gonna go for not. Not gonna overthink it. Okay. Let's hear. Oh God, what if when he That was that note. Of course, that was the original cast recording from the stage musical of Waitress. Uh, number four, back to you, Adam. Yes. Groundhog Day. Um, note, note. Let's hear it. Needle nose, Ned, Ned the head. Come on, buddy. Case Western High. Ryerson, nope. I did the whistling belly button. Nope. Not, no, not. Uh, uh, that was uh, a not. That was from the 1993 original film. Back to Tom. Amelie. Note. <laughs> Let's hear it. That was uh, a concert recording. From the stage show with Philippa Sue. Was she and Peggy? I don't remember. Anyway, back to you, Adam. Les Miserables. <laughs> Note. Let's hear it. You might be making a mistake. It's a mistake. What mistake is that? Sometimes people move to a new Come on, town score, swell. Swell, yeah. score, that, swell. No, no, <sighs> sorry, that's a not. That was from The Miserable Experience. That was the 1998 Liam Neeson adaptation. Oh, boy. Miserable. Uh, okay, back to you, Tom. Mean Girls. Not. Okay, let's hear it. Glenn Coco? Fall for you, Glenn Coco. You go, Glenn Coco. Uh, and, uh, no. Let's go. Good on ya. It is, it's too soon to be getting a clip from that Mean Girls uh, musical because they won't post any of the musical parts and it's not out. In the sure won't. So, yes. <laughs> so that was good strategy there. I was thinking. Uh, eight, back to you. The color purple. Not. Let's hear Now there's something about good loving. God damn it. All you ladies should know. P. Henson. Eating. In the 2023 musical film. Number nine, back to you, the producers. Note. Let's hear it. Hey, you're gonna jump on me. Huh? You're gonna jump on me. I know you're gonna jump on me. Like Nero jumped on Papaya. Nope, that was from the original 1967 film. That was Gene Wilder. By the way, are you also seeing the thing? Okay, you know how like sometimes you're reading an article on the internet and then at the bottom, it's like, uh, you know, stars who we can't believe they died. And it's a picture <laughs> of Julia Stiles and she didn't die. But there's another one that I keep getting. And it's like, these stars look so much like their famous grandparents. And there's a picture of Jeremy Allen White next to a picture of Gene Wilder. They are not no, related to one another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what, what weird source of misinformation is that? I see stuff like that all the time. Clearly they look alike. Why do we have to in, in, yeah. insinuate that they're related? It's just very bizarre. Yeah. Mind Isn't it control. enough that they look alike? Uh, who cares if they're... It's a weird one. It's a <laughs> weird it cast that, lighting. That, that they invented a Gene Wilder that I want to have sex with <laughs> so bad? You don't want to have sex with the old Gene Wilder? I mean, I would. I would. But it doesn't jump out I at see. me I see. the way it does yeah. with the Jeremy Allen one. Fair. Fair. That Calvin Klein campaign is 
Wilds. Have you seen Gene oh, yeah, Wilder's Calvinator stuff? <laughs> I would love to. I would love to. He did good work back love then. Love to. Good work. Okay, so number 10, back to you, Adam. Some like it hot. Oh, I'm just so lost in this category. I'm going to go with note. Yes, I have tried to love many ladies. Back. back I, when I, I am back. That is Jay Harrison Gee's Tony Award winning performance from the Broadway musical Some Like It Hot. And at the end of that round, Adam is still in the lead with eight, but Tom showing a great deal of promise with six. We're going to take a break. We're going to do some breath work. We're going to shake it off. We're going to splash <laughs> water on our face. We're going to play a quick round of Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Adam's going to teach me the choreo. <laughs> okay, great. Right. Yes, he's gonna, we're gonna we're gonna do some some quick. We have our loose fitting movement clothing on. We're gonna do some quick <laughs> choreography, and we'll be right back after this. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. I'm Elliot Kalen. And together we are The Flophouse, a long-running podcast on the Maximum Fun Network, where we watch a bad movie and then talk about it. And because we're so long-running, maybe you haven't given us a chance. I get it, but you don't actually have to know anything about previous episodes to enjoy us, and I promise you that if you find our voices irritating, we grow endearing over time. Perhaps you listened to one of our old episodes and decided that we were dumb and immature. Well, we've been doing this a while now. We have become smarter and more mature, and generally nicer to Dan. But we are only human, so no promises. Find the Flophouse on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Adam Caton Holland and Tom Lum. It is now time for our final game, and it's called Talk Dave Out of It. Now, the new year is not as new. The, the bloom is a little bit off the rose, but there's still a little bit of newness left. And everywhere I turn, I keep stumbling over advice for how to improve myself, for how to make my life better, for how to optimize. Optimization is a big thing right now. And you know what? I think maybe this is the year I optimize. I have been all over the internet collecting tips and tricks and tits for a better life. And you are soon going to see me optimized. You're going to see me blossom into the man that I was always meant to be. So in this round, I will read you some advice, and it is up to you to tell me why the advice is actually bad and I shouldn't do it. You need to talk me out of it so that I can get on with living my life and not changing a, a single thing and just making peace with being suboptimal. So... <laughs> Adam Caton Holland, you are up first. Good Housekeeping has told me to start a gratitude journal. It says keeping track of things and people and events that you are grateful for throughout the year can help you improve your mental and physical wellness. So you tell me why keeping a gratitude journal is a shitty idea. Your time starts now. Because there's no justice in a gratitude journal. Should you create a journal of slights and perceived slights, now this is a to-do list. Now you're being active, you're burning calories, you're stewing on these people, and that also is good cardio and aerobic exercise. So yeah, you could do gratitudes and sit there and just not be healthy in your bliss, or you could seek cold, hard vengeance to become a lethal, effective Dave Holmes. 
Wow, I like that because I mean, truly, I it's it's it's, it's sometimes those negative emotions that really do get me up out of my chair and into action. Hundred percent, you're pacing. Uh, I really mm-hmm. feel like that's burning calories every second that you're mad. Wow. Well, that is a six point non uh, motivating speech that you've just given me there. Cool. Uh, congratulations to you, Tom Lum. Back. To you, the NPR website has a whole host of ideas, as you would imagine, for life improvement, including this one. Write a relationship contract with your partner. According to the writer Mandy Len Catronit, it's a tool for couples to express their needs and to work together to craft the parameters of their own unique relationship roadmap, including anything and everything from health to housework to sex and intimacy. Talk me out of what I already can recognize as a terrible idea. Uh, I'll say you might have one rule in your relationship, but that rule should be yes and. Uh, I oh, think uh, the the real spirit you should be bringing into a relationship is improv. Um, did I, you know, make out with your sister at the New Year's party? Yes. Mm. And I didn't enjoy it. And you're a doctor. And we, uh, uh, and I have, um, hmm, maybe improve on improv skills first, but, um, you know, do some space work, do some space work, get yourself into a space. Great great for an audio medium. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, um, you know, I think treat, no, I'm serious. Tom, do some space work. Do do some space work. It'll help ground you. Oh my God. Here I am. Whoa. I'm, I I <laughs> do some space work for having a tough uh, uh, talk with my girlfriend. Yeah, right now is okay. There is you like, go. Here we go. Here we go. Here I am. Yeah. Um. You know. I oh, think. Yeah, that, I think I, I was, you yeah, should treat like treat your family like a Herald team, as I always say. The mm-hmm. the the paragon for a healthy relationship uh, is is your improv team, and I think that's what you should be bringing into the new year. Not not rules. Just going with the flow. Hmm. Yeah. Vibing. Just, you know, getting out there and creating something and then it'll just, you know, the, it, it'll be over once it's over. And, you know, is as long as nobody's videotaping it, it's like it didn't happen. The spirit Beautiful. of the Herald team should be the spirit of your relationship. I'll be down. Da- I don't know that I've ever heard anything truer in my life. <laughs> when I look back at emotionally healthy relationships, I think <laughs> of all of the various Herald teams and improv groups that I was in. It was always great. Good communication. Uh, just great, healthy patterns. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for a 12 point answer. Let me, let me tell you like, oh my God, what, what an unbelievable come from behind victory for Tom Long with 25 wow. points. You and therefore YouTube are the most important thing in the whole wide goddamn world. You know, and I aimed Tom. for a hundred points. That was my original goal. And so I'm a little disappointed, uh-huh. but here I am, happy that I won. But and that's, that's how that works. That. That's perfectly good. That's perfectly good. That's all that New Year oh, planning. Oh, wow. Oh, Adam, you, you put in great work through the entire thing, but if only you had evoked. It improv. was all worth it to see Tom improv. Like, that's a rare. Yeah. <laughs> not every, not everybody fun. gets that. I, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just happy to be wit- bear witness was, to that. It was incredible. The, the space work, it was like, I, th- I saw juggling Tupperware. Right. There, there was a lot of hand stuff and I thought it was like the before thing in a in a, in a a TV commercial for a new gadget where it's just like, oh my God, I, I have too many Tupperware. I was getting narrow hallway and he's shuffling past uh, people. You know what I mean? But hallway, yeah, what it was, was yeah. an intimate conversation. 
busy narrow busy yeah 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 oh yeah that's good stuff great work from both of you both of your 24s are off to a flying start but it is now time for plugs let us know what you're working on what you're plugging what you're pushing and then to offset the ego karma Tell us about something someone else made that you want the world to know about. Adam? I'm uh, pushing my new comedy special, Wallpaper. Mm-hmm. It's out everywhere, and uh, it's on 800 Pound Gorilla's YouTube, and I'm very proud of it. It's my favorite thing I've ever done in comedy, and it's out right now. Okay. Um, Woo, thank you very much. I love Thanks. It. And, you know, not that he needs the plug, but I just finished uh, a book by Cormac McCarthy called, Is it called Stella Maris. Oh. <laughs> it was one of the two he wrote mm-hmm. in the last year, and I was like, I don't Mm -hmm. like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. And I got to the last page and I gasped and I was just like, my God, what a, what a great book. And I love when a book can do that to you when you're like, I think I hate this book. And then the last page, Eureka. I love it. And so it was, it was that for me. Great read. Love it. Love it. Love it. Tom Lum. Uh, Go listen to Let's Learn Everything. It's a science and comedy show where we learn about science and a bit of everything else. Uh, So we'll talk about science, things like how many things have we left on the moon? Uh, But we'll also do learn about stuff like uh, we did an episode on Public Domain Day. Um, So we talk Mm -hmm. a bit about some of the the history of that fight, um, like we mentioned on this episode. Um, And I will plug uh, YouTubers who haven't retired yet, uh, answer Mm. Answer in Progress. Uh, they go to ridiculous lengths to answer silly questions. There's a great episode they just did on uh, what happened to the rom-com. Uh, so go check them out. Great. Thank you, guys. I am Dave Holmes. I host Troubled Waters. Uh, coming in March, uh, just to, just to you know, to build buzz, I'm uh, working on a, a, a podcast about the the arc of MTV as a as a linear cable Ooh, channel. Nice. Uh, and I'm talking to so many uh, old friends and people that I've always wanted to meet. And uh, it is coming together beautifully. It's coming in March. That's all you need to know right now. Uh, and as for something that I would like to plug, uh, the first great song of 2024 came out this uh, week, just a, a couple of days ago. It is from a band from Brooklyn called Bodega. It's called Tartofsky. And I love it so much. I cannot stop listening to it. And it reminds me of the music of my college years. And that's weird that that's coming back as like a, a, a cultural reference point. I guess it didn't really ever go away, but uh, it, it makes me uh, it makes me feel good inside. Tartofsky by Bodega. Get it on uh, whatever you stream your music on. And then buy it. Their album, uh, I forget what the album is called, but they have an album coming out in February and you should buy it with your money and have it Rock physically roll. there. So there it is. Adam Caton Hall and Tom Lum, thank you so much for playing Troubled Waters. It's been great having you. Hey, you there with the headphones. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Adam Caton Holland make a noise. This is my noise. Yes. Tom Lum. Uh-huh. hoo Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. We thank them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas. You're on mute, buddy. Buddy. God, Christian. <laughs> oh, sorry. There it is. And Laura Swisher. Bye. Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network. Of artist-owned shows. Supported. Directly by you.